baby, we are back. Run the table over. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, very happy to be back and make some picks. It's been a while. As you can see, we have a little bit of a new setup. Moved into a, a new apartment. And uh, let's just say I think it's going to do a, do some wonders for for the the content game. Can you can you stop moving that so much or tighten it up or something? Yeah. I, it's making a lot of noise. There we go. Okay. Um, so today we have our college football prediction show. Uh, week zero is is here. It, it is here. We got, and we're gonna we're gonna pick those games coming up. We're we're gonna pick them. Not all of them, but we're, we're picking all of them. Every single last one. Picking, we're picking them. A couple. We're picking all of them. Picking two or three. We're, we're picking all of every single last one of them. Okay. So how's this? How's this gonna work? You're asking. Well, we're not gonna go through every single team and predict every single team's record. I did that, but I'm not gonna sit here for two hours and and, and break all of that down. So what are we going to do? We're going to predict who we think is going to be in the conference championship game for those conferences, who we think is going to win that game. Uh, some of the some of the more, I guess you would say, uh, prevalent teams, the bigger brands that didn't make it, why they didn't make it. Um, and then we're going to predict the playoff and the rest of the New Year's Six uh, field. So so that's what you have to look forward to today. And I, I hope you do enjoy because let's just say Obert is uh, – He's not for the little guy, and, and you'll see why. Nope. Hate the little guy. <laughs> okay, so so which conference? I'm going to let you pick the conference we start with. I'm going to let you throw it. I did Big Ten first. We're, I, I did the Big Ten first, too. All right, yeah. Okay, so do you want to you wanna give me who, who you have playing in the game? I have Michigan and Iowa playing in the Big oh, Ten championship rematch. game. Um, yeah, rematch from, what was it, 2021. Yes. Um, and uh, I think Michigan finishes the season at 12-0. and 0. Um, are we doing records for that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you want to okay. do records, do records. Uh, I have Michigan at twelve and zero. Um, I think they win all their games. I think this is the best team Jimmy H has had, and I think um, the sky's really the limit. Um, you know, JJ McCarthy hopefully progresses to be one of the top five, ten quarterbacks in college football. He's already you know projected to be in that area for the NFL draft. So uh, setting up really nicely for him. Still have Donovan Edwards. I think Blake Quorum also came back. This could be a very dangerous offense. That was really the only thing that's been missing um, is just kind of that next-level offensive uh, um, abilities. It definitely was the thing that was missing in 2021. And I think – you know, last year it was kind of just preventing the big plays against TCU, but overall, I think this team is more than ready to uh, ready to go, and I don't see any team beating them. Iowa uh, getting Cade McNamara is an upgrade. It's not. Is listen, he, he going to play this year? Is he going to play this year? He messed up his his knee and in practiced the last last um, week. I think he's a man and he loves his team, so I think he'll play. Hopefully, he does for my prediction's sake. Um, listen. It's not that he's a great quarterback. It's the fact that Iowa was so bad at quarterback last year, not even average, that I feel like that was something that was holding them back beyond um, that awful offensive play calling that was kind of getting a lot of the coverage, and rightfully so. But um, I think that will allow them to win some of these uglier games that they fell short in last year. I put them in my top 25 in the preseason Um and uh, and I'll stick with that. And I think they go nine and three, maybe eight and four. I don't think the West will be very good this year. I get some of the stuff about Wisconsin, but uh, I'll kind of have to see it um, with some of their you know playmakers beyond running back. I'll, I'll need to see some of those wide receivers uh, be really good players before I start picking Wisconsin to win the division, as I've done like the past two or three years. I think it <laughs> <laughs> just failed. Uh, d- yeah. Um, so I have Michigan as well, going undefeated in the regular season. 
Um, there's a, there's there's some games. Obviously, Penn State, Ohio State. I think that Maryland game in between those two is also one to be wary of. But until you know week eleven or what is that week week ten? No, it was week eleven. They're not going to get tested, really. Um, biggest test is at Nebraska or at Minnesota. Um, I don't think those teams are going to be very good this year. On the other side, I have Wisconsin. I do. I'm buying into it. Phil Longo adding Tanner Mordecai, adding some some uh, portal receivers is huge for a team that didn't have receiver talent. They're they're built to run the ball. They're built for the you know Paul Chris system. And he's gone. You got Luke Fickle in there. You still have Braylon Allen. You still have that offensive line. You have a quarterback that's comfortable in an air raid system. But you're st- Phil Longo showed in 21, yeah, the 21 season in North Carolina, they ran, they had 2,000-yard rushers and Michael Carter and Javante Williams. So he, he can run the ball. Uh, defensively, They're I mean, yeah, <clears throat> yeah you, you lose Jim Leonard, but you still have the talent there. And Wisconsin's always going to be talented defensively. So I think they're going to get done. I'm going 10 and two in the regular season. Um, I have, I, that Ohio state game is, is really the litmus test for me. If they can shoot, maybe, maybe it's Washington state. Maybe it's the cam ward, you know, they have to go out to, uh, out to Pullman and, and, and time change and play the Cougars. So jet lag Timmy A says it doesn't matter. Good point. Um, so yeah, I do have, I do have Wisconsin. I do have Michigan. I have Michigan winning. Uh, that shouldn't be a surprise. I'm assuming you have Michigan winning as well. Yeah, yeah, to get to 13. Um, I do want to talk about Penn State and Ohio State because it is, you know, the Big Ten East is the quote-unquote best division in football. There's two of them left, or there's two conferences that have divisions. Um, Two power five. Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. I have Penn State finishing 11-1, their lone loss being to Michigan. Guys, a little bit of hot take here. Ohio State's going 9-3. They're losing to Michigan. They're losing to Penn State. They're also losing at Notre Dame week four. I'm telling you right now, I don't trust the quarterback position. I don't trust it. And and you're going to go into South Bend, Indiana for the biggest road test for that team up until they go to Ann Arbor. And actually, until they go to Camp Randall. This team's got three games on the road that they could lose. Yep. Um, it's, it's, it's a tough schedule. And you're telling me that... You know, you have a quarter. You don't even know your quarterback as of the time we record, were recording this. Right. And they're supposed to go in there and even with the weapons, right? You're replacing two tackles, two illegitimate tackles. Paris Johnson was uh, the number six overall pick, and Dewan Jones should have been a first over or first round pick. And so you have to replace them. You got a guy from San Diego State, and I can't remember where their other uh, tackle transfer was from, but. I'm going to have to see it with Ohio State. So that's why I'm predicting them to be 9-3. and three. It's, it's kind of like you in Wisconsin. you got to see it first. Um, I'm right on with you with Ohio State. I also have them going 9-3. and three. Um, We're not haters. Not haters. Oh, a little I, bit. I'm a hater. A little bit. Yeah, I'm a bona fide hater. A little bit. <laughs> far and away my least favorite team in college football. But <laughs> this team reminds me a lot of 2021 Ohio State. Like you said, absolutely have the weapons. I think they'll be a team that will be very one-dimensional offensively and will be able to get tripped up in a lot of games when they're not physically prepared. And we've seen that a lot from Ohio State. So, I mean, I, I don't know exactly where those those losses come from, but like you said, there are four or five places that it could come from. Yeah. At Wisconsin will be very difficult. Home against Penn State, I don't care where that game is. Yeah. At Notre Penn Dame, State's at Michigan. Legit. They could lose, you know, uh, very uh, a, a good few of those games and, and find themselves at 9-3 and three easily. Could I be sitting here and like Devin Brown's like a Heisman candidate in like yeah. 10? Like definitely. Would I be and surprised? Not, no. Not really. I but, mean, that's kind of how Ohio State works. Right. But it's so frustrating. You mean, like, 
2021, you know, like as much as I was like, well, new quarterback, we'll see what they do. And then CJ Stroud comes in and lights the place on fire. So the, <laughs> like there are frustrations there. But at the same time, you know, not every kid's going to be as well prepared as CJ Stroud. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, if Kyle McCord hasn't looked good enough to pull away with the job, it's a bit of a concern. Um, so At least to me it is. Yeah. I, it might not be to Ohio State fans just because it's the same song and dance you've been doing for the past however many years. Yeah. But <laughs> So they'll have the weapons, but, you know, as they learned in 2021, the game is won and lost in the trenches, and they lost games because of that to Oregon and Michigan in 2021. I think it'll be sort of the same story. Uh, I think they'll lose some of the games they played that way. And uh, they still have some really great players, by the way. I do think know, defensively they'll be they'll be better. like probably top fifteen defense. Like they got the talent. Jim Knowles is a great defensive coordinator. Um, my question is really along the offensive line. That's that's what my question yep. where my questions come from. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the next conference. We're gonna go to the SEC. Okay. The so. I mean, these are going to be the two conferences in, in six years. This is yep. this is what we're going to have. We're right. going to have the SEC and the Big Ten, and they're going to have 36 teams or however many. Um, so, SEC prediction over it. Uh, there's, uh, there's some questions in one division. Not so many questions in the other division. Right. So, so, give me your take. Uh, I have Georgia finishing at 12-0. and 0, uh, Pretty common pick. You mentioned this the other day. Very simple schedule. Um, it's, it's really hard to see a place where they could get tripped up, you know, once, let alone twice. So it should be a pretty, like pretty much a cakewalk for them to get to the college football playoff as long as they can get to 11 and one and win the SEC championship game. That should, that should be a, you know, a one way ticket to the college football playoff. Um, but having said that, I don't, I don't even think they lose a game. I, I think at Tennessee is probably their most difficult game. Tennessee's, uh, you know, um, uh, going through a lot of talent that they lost. Cedric Till- Tillman and Jalen Hyatt, and um, obviously our boy Hendon Hooker. It's a lot to replace. I don't think they'll be a good enough team to beat uh, to beat Georgia. So I think Georgia goes twelve and zero. Um, and then on the other side, I have LSU at either ten and two or eleven and one. LSU is a sneaky difficult schedule out of conference with Florida State game yep. one. I think they could lose that game. That's the only reason why I have ten and two or eleven and one. It doesn't really change the bottom line because in conference, that's not you know it won't yeah. affect their record. But the important thing is they beat Alabama, and that'll probably be their most difficult game. Well. For tiebreakers purposes, that will be the game that they'll have to go through. I don't know exactly where they get tripped up in conference. Uh, they could lose to Texas A&M, who should be much improved and will obviously be one of the most talented teams in the country. Um, no, that's right. Adam losing at Ole Miss. Uh, I think that's like a sneaky game against a tricky offense that they could lose there. But other than that, I think they win out, go 11-1, 10-2, depending on the Florida State game. Doesn't really change the bottom line because I think they'll lose the SEC championship game. To Georgia, kind of pushing them out of the college football playoff. Uh, I have Georgia. Of, I think the one spot that I I really don't trust Tennessee this year. Um, I think the one spot they can they can trip up, especially with a first year starting quarterback, is that South Carolina game. Mm. South Carolina, if you recall, finished the year really hot last year. Why? Because they made a switch at offensive coordinator. Somebody else was calling the place. It wasn't. I can't remember the name of their uh, original offensive coordinator. But after they got blanked by Florida, they I think it was Florida. I can't remember. Dang, dang it. Um, they got blanked, and then they put up 63 the next week against Tennessee. 
they switched they switched play callers that week. Um, and so Spencer Rattler is much more comfortable in, with that guy calling plays and in this system now. And I think that early on, that could be the game that trips Georgia up. But other than that, I mean, we're talking about, you know, Florida, Missouri, their cross-divisional their cross, cross, um, cross divisional games are not good. Um, Who are they? Arkansas and... I think it's Arkansas and Mississippi State. Yeah. So, you know... Not a lot of tricky... It, it's not... There's not spots for them to, to really, you know, fall down. Uh, as for the West, I think it's going to be a pretty tight race um, between Alabama and LSU. Now... I have Alabama coming out on top. So I have both teams losing their out-of-conference games. So I have LSU losing to Florida State, and I have Alabama losing to Texas. Yes, I do too. And so both teams are 7-1 and one in conference play. Alabama's loss in conference play is Texas A&M. I think that going to Kyle Field is tough. I, I, I don't know, especially because, A, what happened last time they went there, and B, this team is much more talented than that team was. Right. And and that sounds crazy to say as they're coming off of a, off of a five and seven season, but it's the truth. I have LSU losing that game at Bryant Denny. I just don't know if they're going to be able to, uh, just because of how close it was last year in Death Valley. Yes, Alabama's got a lot of question marks with their quarterback position, but like everywhere else, they're insanely good. Right. So I think Alabama is going to be legit. But we'll get to it. I also think Texas is going to be legit. So I do have I do have Alabama eventually losing the conference championship game. So Alabama is ten and three, and uh, once again, like you said, with LSU, will not be a factor in the college football playoff post uh, post conference championship week. I have just for people wondering, you know, one of the preeminent brands of, of college football. I have Alabama going nine and three. Yeah, I kind of figured. Um, Losing at Texas A&M, losing to LSU, and then losing the Texas game kind of creates some difficulties there uh, for any sort of college football playoff, and even New Year's Six, which I'll get into later. Um, Texas A&M, meanwhile, loses enough games. They've got to go at Tennessee, at LSU. Yeah, I got Texas A&M 9-3. I think they lose three conference games. That Tennessee's one of them. South Carolina, you know. They they got a tough cross. Their their cross-conference games are not not easy. South Carolina and Tennessee, outside of Georgia, are the two teams that you don't want to see if you're in the SEC West, so... Get tripped up a little bit there. Um, next conference. You get to pick this one. Okay. Um, which which brand are you going to go for? Are you going to go for your one on the West Coast or your one down South? Big 12. Okay. Big 12 it is. Okay, over. What do you got in the Big 12? So so Big 12 is doing away with division. Or Big yeah. 12 hasn't had divisions in it ever. They, they don't, they're not a divisions team. I believe the ACC is getting rid of divisions. Uh, Pac-12 got rid of them last year. So it's, uh, so it's, it's the top two teams. Right. We're done with divisions. Give me your top two teams in the Big 12 over Texas and Kansas State. Um, Ooh. I still really like this Kansas State team. I know there was some turnover, but Will Howard is an absolute dog. Uh, they're returning 73. Cooper Beebe. I don't even know who that All-American is. All-American guard. Oh, yeah. Okay. Doesn't matter. He's a, one of he's the best guard. offensive linemen in the country. Um, no, but Come returning on, 73% of their starters. Um I, I, I absolutely love that. I think they finish 9-3. and three. I don't think the top of the Big 12 will be quite as good. I think it'll be a lot of uh, – there will be a lot of upsets there, kind of sort of like last year outside of TCU and Kansas State. Um, and so we'll have teams like Oklahoma and Texas Tech at 8-4. and four. Um, So, yeah, K- K-State gets in at 9-3. and three. They lose the right games, though. You know what I mean? Um, like Kansas will be a lot better this year. They could trip a couple of teams up. Oklahoma – like you said, have do have a soft schedule, but I, I don't, actually haven't said that yet. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. Well, we'll say, <laughs> like he will say, uh, they do have a soft schedule. But I think they have a soft schedule that a great team can take advantage of. I think they'll be a good team, and I think they get tripped up at places like BYU or random games against Kansas on the road who will be even more improved and actually a team that I'm not going to hate on this year. Okay? Listen, they won six games last year. Okay, they won so like, their first six games last year. Yeah, or their first five. Five, yeah, because I think they went one and seven the rest of the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, you know, so so there there's opportunities for a good team, but just good, like Oklahoma, to get tripped up on. And uh, and I think they win uh, eight games, go eight and four. Texas Tech, I sort of feel the same way. I haven't looked fully at their schedule. I know they have to go at Texas, which won't be easy. I think they have to They make also it. have Kansas State on there. They got Oregon week two. Yeah, it, it, it won't. Yes, yes, that's right. They've got Oregon week two. So they've got a very difficult schedule. Um, so I, I, I think it will be difficult for them. Although I do think they're a good team, and I rank them in my top twenty-five uh, to start out the year because uh, this is this was a team, especially at the end of last year, one of the best teams in college football. They're playing um, really well, and not a lot of people talked about it. So probably because they were you know out of any sort of yeah uh, yeah they kind of had that right. that midseason. It was kind of it was like right before like around the Texas game they win that game and it was kind of iffy yeah. around that. <laughs> so it is what it is. But I, I have them going eight and four. Um, a couple of places to get tripped up on, which I think they will. Uh, and and other than Texas, it's sort of uh, a weaker Big Twelve. So you have Texas. I'm, I'm assuming you have Texas winning. I have Texas at eleven and one, beating Ooh. Alabama and getting tripped up at a place like Houston. You're you're just unbelievable. What? You're unbelievable. What? Guys, if you didn't know, he was born in Houston, and so he's a little bit biased. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, listen, but that's, you know, that's the sort of thing. There's always upsets we can't expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, who would have thought Tennessee would go, you know, start out the year, what was it, like 8-1 and one or something like that, and get tripped up at South Carolina? I didn't have that right? happening. You know what I, I mean? I did so, think they were going to be, I thought they were going to be legit. I so, did not have that. South Carolina game. Yeah, so I have Texas winning, getting to 12-1, and one, and uh, that would bring Kansas State down to like 9-4. and four. Yeah, that's tough. Um, okay, I, I have like the complete opposite view of the Big 12 that you do. Uh, I think the top of the Big 12 is going to be very good, and I think the bottom is going to be very bad. I'm not a Scott Satterfield fan at Cincinnati. I think uh, I think West Virginia is, uh, Neil Brown is the worst head coach in America right now. Um, I don't believe in Houston. Don't really believe in BYU in year one. Matt Campbell and Iowa State are going to struggle, especially with losing half their team to, to gambling problems. And so with that, I have I have four teams that have double-digit wins. Four. I have four. And it's I know it's crazy, but with Oklahoma, they only play Texas, right? That is the only team that they play that's in the top seven yeah. of preseason odds to win the conference. Um, so with that being said, my number one team in the regular season is Texas. I think they go 12-0. and I think they go 12-0 and in the regular season. But I think they lose the Big 12 championship game to the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Guys, Texas Tech is my Tennessee. They're my they're my they're my team this year. That I'm I feel really good about them. They've got Tyler Shook, a quarterback who was eight and one as a starter last year, and the defense has gotten a lot of transfer talent. They've kept a lot of talent from last year's team. Joey McGuire is the most badass head coach in America right now, and if he's not a household name yet, he will be. Um, I think wide receiver, you're going to see a couple guys break out. Um, and, and overall, I think offensive line is really the, the big question mark. If they can play, if they can play good, above average to good football, I think they're going to be a really, really good team. If they're below average, I think they're. I think an eight and four, nine and three is a lot more probable. But I think that Texas Tech is going to win Week Two 
hosting the Oregon Ducks. I, I'm putting all my money on it right now. Right now, I'm doing it. Um, I do have Texas. Did they get into the CFP? No, and we'll get there. Okay. I do have Texas winning um, winning that, that week 13 game or week 14 game, whatever it is, because uh, they're hosting it. So that's at, uh, that's at DKR. And then I have Texas Tech neutral field the very next week winning the Big 12 championship. Kind of like in the same situation where TC was the best team, Kansas State won it. Um, although, was TCU the best team in the Big 12 last year? I don't know. Mm. Uh, these are questions, folks. I'm just posing questions, okay? Not saying that. I do think Kansas State's going to be 10-2, and, um, and and I think they're going to be a legit team. I really do. I think that, you know, their out-of-conference is much easier. They don't have to play two lanes this year, mm-hmm. but they, they, they have Troy, though, so they could, they could, they could still lose. Hey, they could lose. Um, but, yeah, my, my college football playoff, it, I'll have to explain it when I get there. Um, murky. It's it's a little bit murky. I'll tell you that much. It, uh, that that Sunday or I guess Saturday night, it's going to be. Uh, there's going to be some questions. Oh yeah. It's, it's there's going to be nothing decided, and they're going to be they're going to be talking about stuff like you know, are they putting big brands in or some shit? We're going to the ACC next. Okay. To me, this is this is it's open, but it's also not. Yep. And I don't know if you kind of feel the same way. Like I said, they're getting rid of divisions, so we won't see some BS. Uh, they're coastal getting team. rid of divisions. Yeah. Oh, oh, you didn't know that? I picked Carolina. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for him. Well, well let he's, me let me look at Florida State. He's schedule, so okay? embarrassing. He's yeah, so yeah. embarrassing. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, he's looking it up. I'll give you mine because I'm actually on top of the college football world. Unlike some, you'd think for how much we talk college football on this podcast that he would know He'd that. Keep tabs. No, it's unbelievable. With that being said, I have Florida State going twelve and zero in the regular season. So Florida State has LSU in the week in the week one opener. They have Clemson week four, and then they play North Carolina later in the season. I think they also have Miami. I can't quite remember their entire schedule, but Florida State's returning the third most production in college football this year. The third most seventy nine percent. Jordan Travis. They uh, uh, Johnny Wilson. They return. They have. Uh, Trey Benson, who is a legit running back. He's an NFL talent guy that, you know, not a lot of people knew from last year, but will this year. He's going to be, you know, in in the talks of you know, Blake Corum and and um, Nick Singleton and and Keytron, and Keytron Allen and Travion Henderson. He's going to be up there in those talks. Uh, and then they get Keon Coleman in the transfer portal, who's their, their wide receiver room, their shortest guy, 6'3", in their, in their starting three. And I don't know how you're going to defend that. Defensively is the question. Are they going to be able to take that next step? I think they do. And I think this team is legit. However, I do have them losing in the ACC championship game to the Clemson Tigers. I think that playing that team, I think week four is a great time to get Clemson because they're going to still be kind of new, new system. Uh, Garrett Riley's their OC that Kate Klubnick is really, you know, coming by the end of the season. I think this seems going to be legit. They got NFL talent on that defense. Offensively is the question. Will Shipley's a fantastic running back. I think, uh, I'm not really sure what the wide receiver room is looking like this year, but it's been a question mark yep. the past couple of years. So can they take the next step if they can, which I do think that having Garrett Riley is going to help with that. I think they will. Now, you could also see a scenario where Clemson's 9-3 and again or 10-2 and again because those guys didn't take that step. And Kate Klubnick, as, as good as he might be, just doesn't have the weapons to, to really get anything done. It can't just be Will Shipley. You can't yep. just have, have a running back. We saw, we saw Trevor Lawrence do that with Travis Etienne. And, and it was, they, 
was as talented as those two are, as those two were, it was like yeah. every single week they were tooth and nail trying to fight their way. That was on like offense. his freshman year with T. Higgins and Justin Ross. It was insane. But like once you got past it was, that, it was like, what are we doing like, here? Um, I also and this is this is me completely just drinking the uh, the baby blue Kool Aid. Uh, I think North Carolina's twelve and one this year. <laughs> They're not going to be twelve and one. That defense is is atrocious. If that if that defense can play average, I think they can be ten and two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not, why did I say twelve and one? They're going to be eleven and one. Yeah, they, North Carolina is. Um, I don't know why I had twelve and one in there, um, but yeah, that's guys. It's not going to happen, but it's going to happen. Um, I have Clemson winning the ACC ten and two, get to eleven and two uh, with the win, and I'll, I'll throw Florida State in there, knowing about divisions. Florida State's not losing anything more than one game. Um, I think you make a good point about getting Clemson in uh, in week four being uh, advantageous, even though it even though it's in Clemson, it's at Clemson. I still think that that's. Yeah, that'll help. That's a good time to um, I, I, I'll still say Clemson win that game. Um, Garrett Riley will help that offense so much. We saw what he did at TCU. He absolutely worked miracles yeah. over there. And with, you know, I mean, I don't even think this is a hot take. A much more talented quarterback. Who knows what uh, what they can achieve. The wide receivers will really hurt them. That was absolutely a problem last year. And as much as you want to blame, you know, Brandon Streeter for, you know, terrible play calling, that's fine. But they didn't have playmakers. They didn't have weapons at wide receiver. And um, and that really held them back. I don't know how much better it will be this year. But uh, I, I think Clemson gets in there at 10-2. and two. Losing at South Carolina and at NC State in a bit of an upset. I think so. that I think that Clemson or not uh, not Clemson Notre Dame is also a tough draw. They do get them at yeah. home though, so and it's later in the season. Um, we'll get to Notre Dame. Uh, I, I I don't know if you'll get to Notre Dame. I'll get to Notre Dame. Um, but yeah, I think that I think that it's it's not an easy schedule for Clemson, but I do think that they'll come out looking pretty good. And then I think Florida State the other way, eleven and one. I don't think they lose a game other than Clemson. The only thing will be LSU. The first game of the season, um, and like I said, that's kind of a toss-up. But I don't think it matters in the grand scheme of the ACC. Um, so I think you know what I think I will have LSU winning that game. So I think I think they both get in there at ten and two. Okay. And regardless of who wins, it'll be tough for either of them to get in the college football playoff. That so, makes it easy for you. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, so uh, yeah, I think Clemson uh, wins the ACC. Um, I think by the end of the year, like you said, they will be sort of closer to uh, uh, what they've been in, in, in years past, which is you know one of the best offenses in the country. Yeah, and, and I also do want to throw Louisville out there, not because I think Louisville is going to be fantastic, but if you look at Louisville's schedule, the literal only team they have to play is Miami. Mm. That is it. Their their schedule is... I think they also have Notre Dame in there um, in like week five or six. But like they, they have a but it's not an, it's not an ACC game. They have a very clear path to play in the ACC championship game. So don't be surprised if they do. I'm just not a believer in in Jack Plummer. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As much Agreed. as and you know as much as I used to like Jeff Brom, I really don't anymore. So darn it, Jeff had okay. to leave us. Got to go to the Pac-12. Yes. Okay, over. Tell me why USC is going 12 and 0 and playing in the Pac-12 championship game. And and also, I want to know who they're playing. USC is going 11 and 1. Um, not quite going 12 and 0. They're losing at Oregon, um, wow. whose offense sort of provides the same difficulties that UCLA did in a game that was very close till the end. Um, but I'm, a, you know what? I before you go on, I'm proud of you. Okay, thank you. I'm proud of you. That's yeah, big that's a big me. step. 
Um, I do think they win at Notre Dame in a tough game. I think they match up really well with Notre Dame, just like they did last year. Uh, they, they, I mean, as as much of the talk is that USC kind of had like a fraudulent run there, like we always forget that they beat the heck out of a Notre team, Notre Dame team that was pretty much cleaning house on their schedule. So, um, well, I don't know if they cleaned house against Ohio State. No, didn't clean house. But you know, a lot of the way, <laughs> yeah, just a lot of the me. way through that schedule, beating um, you know, you do uh, know that Notre Dame team was very bad last year. They lost to Marshall, two or whatever, or nine and three by the end of the season. Lost, lost to Marshall, beating Clemson, beating almost lost to Cal. Didn't they play North Carolina? I think and won that game. Yeah, I think you're right. Absolutely cruising. That, that, that Clemson game was so weird. So, <laughs> so that second half of this of, of the season, they were seriously one of the best teams in college football and got you know beat pretty badly by USC. So, um, so I think USC matches up well with them, and I think they'll win that game again. I think they'll beat Washington in a higher scoring affair. This defense is a lot more improved. Um, like people also forget, it was a very young defense yeah. last year, and you know, Kalen Bullock missed a ton of tackles, but showed a lot of promise. Um, losing Tuli Tui Puloto hurts, but. Some of the defensive talent they, that they got, especially on the D line, helps them in the run game a lot. Helps them, you know, getting to the passer beyond just Tui Pulotu, who by the end of the season was getting double and triple teamed. It felt like <laughs> at times. Um, and then offensively, they'll be every bit as good, if not even a little bit better. Uh, the only you know small thing won't be as good at running back. Uh, Texas sort of has the same thing, um, but but as far as at wide receiver goes, Dorian yeah. Singer is probably. You know, as good as 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 the guys they've had there, even you know a guy like Jordan Addison, um, they'll be they'll be and, uh, and that offense. true freshman. What's his name? Zach, uh, uh, Zachariah Mal- or Ma- Malachi Branch or Zachariah? Z- I think Branch. it's Zachariah Branch. Yeah, yeah, he'll be a good player too. So five star. Um, so heard a lot of good things out of camp. Yeah, for him. I, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, th- this USC team, especially you know, I mean, best college quarterback kind of I've ever quarterback. seen. Wait, what? What? He's a bum. He's, he's, you know, the best quarterback I've ever seen. Like, putting that aside, this could be a a very real team. So, we'll see how good they are. I think they do get tripped up at Oregon, but I think they'll go 12-1, and losing to, uh, well, playing and defeating Washington in the Pac-12 championship game. Uh, Washington's schedule lines up pretty well for them as far as where they get to play teams. Yeah, it's a lot of agreed. at home. The one slip-up will be at USC. Um, and they maybe lose one more, but not a consequential game that'll keep them out of the Pac-12. So it'll be a very successful season for a Washington team that returns a lot of talent and a lot of good players, including Michael Penix, as much as I don't like him. <laughs> um, it's The crazy thing is um, we we have the same Pac-12 championship. I think that USC enters at 10-2, and two, though. I think that's the one major difference. I think that they lose to Notre Dame. I think they lose to Notre Dame. I think they lose to um, Oregon. I, I I do agree that that Oregon game is going to be tough. Yep. Um, but I think that Notre Dame and, and Washington losing to Oregon State. I, that's what I was trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out because I also have Washington being 11 and one. I have them losing that USC game, so I have them 11 and one. I do have them beating Oregon State as much as I think Oregon State's going to be good. And then let me let me find it because I just had it. And then. Unfortunately, I do have USC beating Washington in the um, in the Pac-12 championship game. I just don't think that Washington's defense is going to be good enough to. It, it, they're kind of the same team, yeah. And you know, it's it's kind of tough to predict what's going to happen when you have two teams like that. I think that Oregon goes nine and three. 
I have them losing to Texas Tech in the, in the out-of-conference, and then I have them losing to, uh, I believe, Washington and UCLA or Utah um, in season. Uh, Oregon State, 10-2. and two. I just think that the top of this conference is really good, and the bottom is really bad. Right. And so I have top two teams finishing 11-2, and two, Oregon at 9-3, Oregon State at ten and two, Utah eight and four. Not really sure their quarterback position, uh, and, and think that it could hurt them early on in the season. And then UCLA at nine and three, and then Washington State seven and five. But everybody else has less than four wins. Yeah, and Colorado is an interesting team because no, a I lot of teams will talk suck. about them. But I looked at their schedule and I couldn't see more than four wins. I'm, and yeah, I hate to say I that I have them going three and nine. Give me the under. I don't know what the over under is, but give me the under. It's at, <laughs> like I saw somebody put them in the top twenty five. I'm pretty just, sure. God, um, I, okay, it, one. One, they literally have like three players that are that were on the team last year. Right. So I think they brought in fifty transfers. That yeah. like that takes time to to gel. Chemistry doesn't just happen. And I saw people saying Shador, Shador Sanders is going to be an or is an NFL draft prospect. Guys, he played in, he played at the FCS level against right. against HBCU talent. And I'm not saying it's not great talent or not good talent. It is, but it's not Pac-12 talent. Like there are legit teams in this conference that are that are much more talented than, than what they were playing last it year. might have been in our student media poll, but I, I definitely saw somebody put, just like throw Colorado That's, there that's someone who doesn't watch college football and is, and is yeah. like, you know what, let's just do it. I, I see them beating Colorado State in the non-conference. That's it. And then they could pick up wins at, uh, against Stanford at home, uh, against Arizona at home, and maybe on the road at Washington State to get to four wins. But other than that, maybe Arizona State is like an, is the only other feasible one. But yeah. so it, it, it's going to be a tough year for a Colorado team that will get much better as the uh, as the years go on. Um, also, Notre Dame. I don't know if you want to touch on this, yeah. but I have them going ten and two. I'm going at eleven um, and one. They lose to Clemson. Yep. USC uh, for me beat Ohio State in a in you know the biggest game of their season probably um and uh and still make it you know in my opinion a really successful season i haven't beaten ohio state i haven't beating usc i haven't losing clemson um notre dame's schedule is brutal i was looking yeah. at it earlier i was like oh my god i gotta play i think they play uh, louisville they play north carolina again um Oof. they play duke so, so you're going 11 and one or yeah. is that good enough that's crazy. It's tough. It's it is tough because I do have at, at the have end of, a lot of good at teams. the end of the day I have Ohio State at nine and three. Yeah, that win's not that good anymore. Um, USC's USC's ten and two. I guess they are a conference champ, and so it then it's like, do you value the conference champion or do you do you value you know Notre Dame? And it's right. kind of tough. We'll get to it right now. Actually, okay. So. I'm going to start because I, I bet you only did your top four, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to start because I, I had my like outside looking in teams. Okay. Um, Texas Tech, I had a seven. I think wow. That, I think that... 12 and one conference championship? Wow. It's tough because their best win outside of Texas, who they split with, is yeah. Kansas State. And it's a 10 and two team. Right. Because Oregon at that point is nine and three. And it's like... You know, it's a good win, but you were also at home. The team ended up not, you know, not even winning double-digit games. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it, it's kind of interesting when you put it like that. Um, that would be close. Notre Dame at six. Okay. Um, tough thing with them is that, you know, when you lose that Clemson game with how good Clemson's have Clemson being, as good as the win over USC was, it's like, once again, your best win's a two-loss team. Right. And and we're talking about, you know, the college football playoff here. There's only four spots and so you've got to be you got to be the best of the best. Number 5 I have Clemson. 
I did mm. not know what to do between Clemson and Florida State because they split the series. Clemson has a win over Notre Dame. Florida State has a win over LSU, which I had attended to. And they play mostly the same teams. And so yeah. I, I was like, I don't know, put Florida State in there. Right. <laughs> so Florida State ended up being my four, but like you could also make the argument that Clemson at five. I, I guess it really comes down to, you know, if the week four game wasn't that close and then the championship game was, then, right. you know, but like, I don't, I don't know if the community's going to be like, oh, well, we, they won the most recent installment of the games. Right. And so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of how I felt. So I had Clemson five and then Florida State four. You want to give me your four? Yeah. Uh, Michigan, Georgia, USC, and Texas. Um, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? Mine's Michigan, Georgia, Texas, Florida State. So listen, it's <laughs> not that crazy, folks. Listen, I, I paved the path. Texas has a very easy pathway. USC has a difficult one. But I, with the I transfer class, <laughs> with the offensive talent and sort of the continuity there, I mean, there's no reason that any of this couldn't happen. And, and you know, we've talked about how Michigan's the best team in college football, and Georgia's obviously going to be Georgia. Nobody's, nobody has an issue with that. They're, they're only, like, the, it's, it's, is their quarterback going to be good, and are they deep enough at running back right. to, um, <laughs> to not have a, a person from the stands on the field? Yeah. So, listen, all of this is feasible. Um Listen, USC is the odds-on favorite to win the Pac-12. A loaded Pac-12, by the way. It is with, a loaded Pac-12. With, win, with wins over Washington and Notre Dame at Notre Dame. Um, I, 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 think the, I think the Pac-12 is going to cannibalize itself. I just could, think that yeah. those teams at the top are just too good. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. But, um, but it, 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 would be, it would be big for USC. So I think they get in at three. Uh, Georgia's in there at two. Michigan at one. And Texas at four. So... That's what I have it shaping out uh, to be. Texas is returning, you know, so many great players, a couple of which will probably go in the first round of the NFL draft. Yeah. Um, and uh, and if Quinn Ewers doesn't work out, you got Arch Manning. Okay, right but he's a, I mean, he's a true freshman. Yeah, but they're saying, especially lately, really good yeah, things. Yeah, I get that. But, like, really good things. But like, They clocked him in at, like, 20 miles per I hour did see practice. That. But if you throw a true Woo. freshman quarterback that's not Trevor Lawrence in the middle of the season, like, what's going to happen? My yeah. guess is it's not – I mean, it's not going to be, like – it's not. they're not going to pick up right where they left Who's off. What's the backup backup that's good? Uh, oh, the um, – Oh, what's his he's name? Bigger. He's 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 Mur- some Murphy. Malik Murphy. Yes, Malik Murphy. Yeah. he's huge. He's, he's massive. Huge. Honestly, I would I would play him over Arch. Yeah. No, I, he looks fantastic. He's in he's, he's like six five. Yeah. and like two hundred and thirty five pounds. He's massive. Oh yes. my, he's huge. Uh, and he looked really good in their, especially in their spring in their spring game. Yeah, he looked, he looked awesome. Yeah, and he's, people were like, uh, "Oh, you're going to transfer, right?" And yeah. he's like, "No." Like, well, it's. It, I, I don't know, you can't man. Make, you can't make Archer QB three. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I had I I had Michigan, Georgia, um, Texas, Florida State. I, I just think that with Texas having the win over Alabama, having the the win over Texas Tech already, beating Kansas State, beating Oklahoma, I think that there's like an eleven to one Oklahoma team. Yes, their schedule is kind of weak, but I think that that's enough to get them in over Texas Tech, who um, you know they. they split with Texas. Other than that, it was Kansas State was their win because right. they didn't get a chance to play Oklahoma. Um, and, and oh, my Rose Bowl, I have Michigan beating Florida State and then I have Texas beating Georgia. So it's, <gasps> Michi- it's Michigan-Texas in the national championship game. Um, I think 
Uh, I haven't actually. I know who I'm going to have as the national champion, but I don't know how it's going to get there. So Michigan beats Texas. I I think Georgia beats. No, you know what? I'm going to take USC over Georgia. Yeah, I'm going to take USC over Georgia. I think I think Lincoln Riley finally gets the job done. I think they find some holes. I don't think Carson Beck's good enough to keep up with Caleb Williams nice. and that offense. Uh, uh, yeah. And okay. obviously, cool. US, USC's like defense, you know, that will be the question. It's going to take a step, right? But I think they'll be a lot better this year. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't think it'll be a typical Lincoln-Riley defense. Like, I think the guys on that on that side of the ball will take the step to become a really good unit. So, um, and, and they showed a lot of flashes at points last year. It was just about consistency yeah. and putting it together. And they couldn't last year. I think they do this year. I think they get to the national championship, fall short to, to Michigan, who goes... 15 and 0 and uh and wins the national championship. You know, I want to change my prediction. I I think it's we're going to keep Florida State just because, but it's going to be Oklahoma USC and Oklahoma's going to beat USC in the playoff game. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um no, but I I have Michigan winning the national championship as well. I legitimately think that they're the best team in oh, the I country. New York 6. I legitimately think that they're the best team in the country this year. Um they return the fourth most production from a team that was 12 and 0 in the regular season and or 13 and 0 up into the playoff and then played their literal worst game of the year on the biggest stage and lost to a TCU team that they were very clearly better than. They also got cheated a little bit by the refs. Just saying, um, I haven't let that go. Uh, and then if DJ Turner learns what an angle is, then I think I fully believe they win that game. Yeah. Um, but I think this year. You return Blake Corum. You have Donovan Edwards still. You have Colston Loveland and A.J. Barner at tight end who are going to be a fantastic one-two punch there for a team that loves to use their tight ends. I think wide receiver is a big question mark for that offense. Obviously, the offensive line is not a question mark. They've, they are literally 10 deep. If their entire first string got hurt, they could put their second string out there and be a top-five offensive line in the country. That is how good they are. Um, Cornelius Johnson, Roman Wilson. Those are going to be your two starters. The question is, can they, can they, along with J.J. McCarthy, take that next step? And, you know, can there be a third guy that emerges? And I think that Darius Clemens is probably the name they are going to want to watch out for. I think he's, where's number zero? Um, he's the one that I think if they can unlock him, he's like 6'3", he can run a little bit. I think that that's going to, you know, really take this offense to the, you know, sixth gear that they've been looking for. Right. As for the defense, they're loaded on the defensive line. Um, their linebacker room is probably the – it might be the second best behind Clemson, but they have a top three linebacker room. They have a top five corner in all of college football in Will Johnson, and their safeties in Makari Page and Rod Moore are one of the best safety duos in the country. Cornerback two is the question. Um, I've heard Josh Wallace. I've heard of Morion Walker. Not really sure what's going to happen there, um, but I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. If, if your biggest question is CB2. Harold Perkins. What about him? I, I just I, I want to say his name. Yeah, I, we did folks, not mention. We did not winning, mention Harold you know, Perkins. He's winning the Heisman. I, he's guys. He's I. He's, I'm going to yeah, say this right now. Gonna the I'm going to say this right now. He's the best defensive player in all of, in all of college football. He's not going to win the Heisman because he doesn't play offense. <laughs> <laughs> I watched I watched his Arkansas game again. And it was better than I remembered. It was it was, it was even better than I remembered. And I remembered it being, I don't know, the greatest. What's performance the, I've ever seen by a defensive what's the, end. What's the def, what's the defense award? He's a linebacker. He's not. He's not a defensive. He's an offense or outside linebacker that they can kind of converted to you know a defensive end 
for he had, especially he had third that game. What <laughs> he had to pick that game. Yeah, <laughs> they, they converted him as like a defensive end, third downs, big plays. He's so good. It's like they need him on the field. When, he was when it's time last year. Right, when <laughs> it's time to rush the passer. When it's time to rush the passer, he <laughs> makes every play in the book. Can you imagine going against Harold Perkins at high school? No, God no. <laughs> and last year? And imagine that no. And so I was watching the Arkansas game, and what I forgot about that wasn't on the stat sheet, the strip sack that he had that was called back. <laughs> yeah. And it was like because like his his hand was like it's slightly, slightly moving, moving forward. forward. Yes. <laughs> and so like he did that like twice in a row. And then on the last drive, the announcers are like, Harold Perkins, he's the closer. What can he do? And I'm thinking to myself, how dare they put that sort of pressure on a true freshman? And they came up with another strip sack to win the game. Yeah. And it's like this guy simply has it. Who, whoever you think the best defensive player is in college football, you're wrong. It's Harold Perkins. Yeah. It, 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 uh, what, what's the defensive player of the year award in college football? Remember. I can't remember the name of it. But is it? it's not the Buckus. Is it? I can't remember. I don't know. He's winning it. He's winning it. Lombardi? Maybe. Or is that just defensive Lombardi line? trophy? Yeah, that kind of sounds right a little bit. Uh, yeah, he's... He's absolutely legit. Okay, let's go to these New Year's Six. We promised you New Year's Six predictions, so let's give you these New Year's Six predictions. Over. I didn't pick who was going to win, by the way. I didn't either. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, so you want to start with the Orange Bowl? Yeah, Orange Bowl, eight, ACC, and then typically there's like a Big Ten or an SEC team in there. Um, Notre Dame has been in there in the past. Uh, uh, actually, I don't know. Notre Dame, I think Notre Dame's only in if there's no ACC team. Okay. Um, so I have Clemson and Penn State. Um yeah, wait. Oh, holy cow. I'm forgetting about... Uh, oh, I, I gotta... I, for, okay, you I forgot about over? FSU. I forgot about you want FSU. me to take over? Wait, I, I still had Clemson winning that. Yeah, the Clemson winning ace, so yeah, they would so be in Clemson, the Orange Bowl, yeah. Yeah, so Clemson's in there. Um, uh, I don't know who I who I gotta take out of this. Okay. Okay, no, wait, no, wait, hold on. I got oh, he's it. Got yeah, it. Yeah, he's yeah, got it. He's got it. Great podcasting. Oh, wait. Okay, this is going to be so you want me to... No, no, I got this, 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 I got this. I guess he's just going to go. Okay, no, you go. Okay, so my orange bowl is Clemson, and it's kind of weird because I don't know if they'll put Penn State in with Clemson. They might. That would be a really cool matchup, but I think that they're going to take Texas Tech. Having the number five team versus the number seven team in the orange bowl, I don't think they're going to pass up on that opportunity. I don't know. I don't know what that game would entail, uh, but I think it would be interesting because it's got you got you know uh, a bigger brand of the, of the past decade, and then a newcomer who I think that in the new Big Twelve is going to dominate. I think. Te- Spoiler alert: I'm going to be really high on Texas as long as Joey McGuire is their head coach. So, you want to you want to do your Orange Bowl now? Yes, Clemson versus Penn State. Um, switch a couple of things around. Uh, same thing, but um, I, I think that would be one of the best games. I'm not as high on Drew Aller as a lot of people are because Mike's high on him, and that's because he played against him. That's yeah. the only reason. And Mike's a doofus. Um, he's like, it's Drew Aller, guys. Actually, it is Drew, Aller. Take these fists in your face. It is Aller. It is Aller. So yeah. he was wrong. He was, he's, he's just being a, wait, a doofus. I thought that's what I thought that's what he said. I, no, I thought he said it was like Allure or something like no, that. No, we we thought it was Allure. Oh. He, he said it was Aller. Okay, I don't know. I think um, Mike was right. I don't think Mike was right. Listen, I know, Mike's I know. I, I, <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I think this Penn State team, they built a lot of momentum last year. They will be good this year. Um, and, and I think they probably beat Ohio State. But I, I do wonder if like, like I don't think Drew... 
Allure is going to come in. <laughs> Drew Aller is going to come in and be a top ten quarterback in college football. I don't think that's yeah. going to happen. But I mean, he doesn't need to be a top ten quarterback for Penn State to be. Good. Yeah, but you know, Sean Clifford was a top twenty five quarterback in football, and we no, he absolutely wasn't. no. Yeah, he, was. he yeah. wasn't even and, a top twenty five quarterback. And by the way, he looked good. Sean, Sean Clifford was like a top fifty quarterback in college football. Got drafted, and that might and that might be. Ed, he was way overdrafted. <laughs> by the way, he looked pretty good in preseason. You want to know who else looked good in preseason? Christian Hackenberg. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't actually know. I don't remember Christian Hackenberg's preseason. So, so, um, so yeah, I, I think he'll be. Uh, I think he'll be a good quarterback. I think yeah. Penn State goes ten and two though. Okay, wait, who was Penn State's other loss? Maybe they go eleven and one. <laughs> I was gonna say the rest of their schedule isn't that isn't that hard. Like Iowa, they play Iowa now. <laughs> Maybe they go eleven and one, and they're just like insane. <laughs> But um, but yeah, they 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 go make the uh, orange bowl. Okay, give me your cotton bowl. Okay, cotton bowl. LSU versus Tulane. How about that matchup? Battle uh, state championship. That actually would be. I would love that. That would be. I, a, you know what? I applaud you for that one. I applaud you for that one. Um, cotton bowl. Yeah, and that was made five seconds ago. So that was. I applaud you for that one. That was good. Um, yeah, a little bit of a state championship right there in the cotton bowl. Uh, it would be better if it was the sugar bowl, but obviously that's not not available. Um, so they'll just play. Yeah, it in can you Dallas. imagine if they played that? In- Maybe Damn. they might have to rent that shit out. I don't know. Um, so they'll just, they'll just play it in Jerry's world, and that will just be a great game. Hopefully Tulane Girl shows up again, and they cut to her, and I feel butterflies in my tummy. <laughs> just being silly. Uh, my co- I hit her with that W Riz. My Cotton Bowl is a A-tier uniform matchup, North Carolina versus Oklahoma. Oh, that that Wait, uniform matchup, it? North Carolina, Oklahoma. That yeah, uniform matchup is is, yeah. is, uh, is mm. Chef's kiss. You got you got a lot of good uniform matchups out there. Um, <laughs> I think yeah. No, I think that this would be a fun game too because you know, oh, yeah. in order for Oklahoma to be good, that means their defense has to be much better, and I think it will be. And in order for North Carolina to be good, their defense will also have to be better. But I think that Drake May against Brent Venables will be will be awesome. Like that would just it's a good time. It's a yeah. good it's a good time. Yes. Um. Okay, now I have your Fiesta Bowl. Fiesta Bowl, Washington Notre Dame. This would be a oh, great matchup. Uh, Drew Penix against uh, Drew Penix. Uh, Penix. Oh, uh, oh my God, Michael. <laughs> Why was I thinking Drew? I don't know. Singing Breeze, maybe. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, Michael Penix, uh, Notre Dame, famed um, Notre Dame lover, Drew Breeze. Yeah, Notre Dame diehard Drew Breeze. <laughs> although he will be covering Purdue games, I think, as the NBC guy. I would think, right? You'd think. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I don't remember seeing him. Michael Penix and the Huskies going on to take Notre Dame, uh, the Fighting Irish. I think this would be a really good game against two really good teams. Um, a lot of talent, but I think Washington would probably win. Uh, I have Notre Dame at South Bend, main campus, playing against Pennsylvania State University. <laughs> At Happy Bat. No, it's at, at, <laughs> State, College, at State College main campus um, in the Fiesta Bowl. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that I think that this would also be a really, really fun game. You talk about two um, Midwest ethos teams. Midwest ethos teams playing out in Arizona. How about I don't know. that for a uniform matchup? I don't know if I'd like it all that much. Yeah, but it would be iconic. It would be it would be two of the top seven yeah. top uniforms 10, of all time. I, I don't know, something like that. Um, and then my Peach Bowl. The Peach Bowl. Oregon and FSU. Um, that's a, I like that. That's a good, that. You know what that is? 
That's a rematch of the very first college football playoff semifinal. Yes, it is. Or the second, because I think Alabama, Ohio State was the first one. And no, then, uh, Oregon, Ohio State played at like 4 o'clock that day, and then uh, Alabama, Ohio State were at like Was that the nightcap? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that game ended at like 11.30 or 12 or something like that. It was, it was the late one. Um, University of Oregon at Eugene versus... <laughs> main Flo- campus. Main campus. Florida State University at Tallahassee main campus. Squaring off in just a great peach bowl. This would be a great peach bowl. I think Florida State lost to Houston in their, in their peach bowl, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, yeah, this would be a great game. Um, you know, two really good teams. You could see Jordan Travis versus Bo Nix. Who's complaining, right? I mean... Yeah. Um, that would be a fun game. So that, that that would be really cool. I I think Florida State would win. I'm high on Florida State this year. I think they're going to be a really good team. So I got my Peach Bowl, and you're wondering, well, where's the group of five? Where is your group of five team? Well, first, I've got the University of Southern California playing in this game. At, at Los, Los Angeles, Angeles main, campus, main campus. And they're taking on Ohio, the Ohio University Bobcats at Athens main, main campus. campus. The Ohio Bobcats are going 12-0, and 13-0. They're winning the MAC championship, and just because the committee's big brand bias and their hatred for the little guy, they're not making the college football playoff. Curtis Worker's winning the Heisman, if the voters were fair. I wonder, you probably have, like, 12-plus win teams. I'll say you have, like, eight. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, you bring up a great point. Um, so, like I said, I did do predictions for all these teams. I had 26 teams that were 9-3, that were and three, and that was just in the Power 5. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that were 9-3 and three or better, and that was just in the Power 5. Um, so, yeah, you're not wrong. I definitely I definitely pulled a Carl. Uh, I don't know if you saw Carl, oh, yes. <laughs> Carl's yes. NFL predictions from last year. Yeah, I pulled a Carl a little bit. Um, like four 15-win teams. Yeah, it's so, like <laughs> so, listen, I, I, I'm going to post mine... I'm going to post my, all my conference predictions this, this upcoming week, and I fully recognize how crazy most of them look. I understand that, you know, the fact that I have three 11, 12 win teams in the Big Ten and the ACC, or the Big 12 and the ACC, it's not going to happen. I, I, I recognize that. But at the same time, you can't blame me. Hey, okay. There are probably. I mean, we're talking about trillions of simulations. It's true. In there, there's ways one of them that the this football happens. season can go. One of them can be this. He just he just pulled one of them. I just what's wrong I just with that? One of them. It's as likely as anything else. Okay, so um, except for mine because mine's going to hit. Yes. You don't believe that? No, I don't believe that. Of course not. One in like I said, a, listen, a billion trillion. Listen, if we're being honest, you have to pick one conference that's not going to make the college football playoff. For me, it's the Pac-12. For me, it's the ACC. Fortunately, um, yeah, I, 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 I yeah. I think that's sort of it. Could easily be the Big Twelve if, if Texas doesn't do it. Nobody will, in my opinion. But Texas Tech will. If Texas doesn't. <laughs> okay. Question, next question before we get out of here. One, I, I've seen a lot of people pick at least one conference getting two teams. Which conference is it? If if it does happen, give it to me. Um, if it does happen, it will be the Pac twelve. Their out-of-conference schedule is so good across the board. Oregon plays Texas Tech, who, in my opinion, is a top-25 team. USC plays Notre Dame. Um, uh, I'm missing Washington one. plays Michigan State. Washington plays at Michigan State. No, they play at home this year. And and I think... Those, oh, no, it is at, it, it it is is at, at Michigan State. State yeah. And I think those teams play so well in those games. Their rankings go up as the season progresses. I think this will be... You know, I mean, we're talking about... We're talking about one of the best conferences in college football, and if that's yeah. the case, a couple of teams with 
one loss or two losses, I think, could get it done. And obviously, it's going to be tough because not a lot of people follow Pac-12 after dark as much as they do Big Noon Saturday. But, you know, it's still... um, I I still appreciate the national recognition they're getting with, you know, four or five teams in the top 20. That's great for the Pac-12. It's because they're good. So, yeah, they're a very good team. A lot of talent across the board. We didn't even touch on Oregon State with DJ Uyunglele. Um, and with with that team that they had last year, there's no reason why they can't compete for a, for a conference title. So um, the talent across the board and some of the really good teams there, I, I think there's no reason why the Pac-12 can't get two teams in. Uh, for me, it's the Big Ten. I think that... Um, the only difficulty with the Big Ten is that the three teams are in the same division. You know what I mean? So the, no, I, I think that actually helps them. Because Maybe. because in the Pac twelve it's it's like it's that's why the SEC and the Big Ten have been able to do it is yeah, because is because they don't have to play again in the in the championship game. Whereas I think that with the way the Pac twelve with their out of conference schedule, I think it's more opportunity for them to slip up out of conference. Whereas in the Big Ten, Michigan doesn't doesn't play anybody good out of conference. Penn State doesn't play any good anybody good out of conference. Ohio State has Notre Dame. If they're able to win that game. This year, I think the Big Ten overall does better in out of conference, so it kind of gives off the ACC effect, where you have a lot of you know teams that are like seven, eight win that that threshold. You know how we like last year we were, when we were ranking the ACC, it was like, well, they're they're eight and four, like at you know week ten, they're like they're six and two, like what am I supposed to do? Right. And so I think that I think the Big Ten Big Ten's going to kind of have that effect with you know Wisconsin, Iowa, Illinois, Purdue uh, being better teams than they previously had been. Um, so, yeah, I think I think it's the Big Ten, and it's Michigan and Penn State if it does happen because Ohio State are frauds. And I think, you know, like speaking of the non-conference, I think like North Carolina State University at Raleigh. Um, main campus. Main campus picked up a win over Texas Technological Institute. University. Um, <laughs> University at Lubbock, Texas, main, main campus. campus. Uh, so, like, what do you think about that? Yeah, they, they that's do play, a big win. They, yeah, they, they did. Yeah, yeah, you know. So you think about that, like that's a big win to pick up against Texas. Did you Technological know that? that Notre, <laughs> is that what they are? I wonder. Like, do you know? Did you know that University of Notre Dame at South Bend main campus plays at uh, North Carolina State University at Raleigh main campus in week mm-hmm. two? Yes, they do. Did you know that week two slate is unbelievably good? Yeah, and folks, we're going to pick every single game. But but he, he doesn't want to pick any game in week zero. It's like, come on, man. Texas Technology University is... is, is Texas what? Technology University at Lubbock Main <laughs> Campus. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. If that's not how you're referring to your universities these days, then you're doing it wrong. Seriously. Okay? Texas Technological University, Public Research University in Lubbock, Texas main campus (laughs) (laughs) well thank you guys so much for watching we'll have before i actually outro um like i mentioned we'll have our picks week zero picks we're doing civil war again and we're going to try to do it better in terms of covering it we're doing Um, it bigger better we have two leagues this year stronger um so we'll have we'll have more of a a pool of data to kind of like look at and see you know what what the meta is and what's not. Um, next week, <laughs> we'll have our NFL predictions, along with picking week one of the or of the college football season. Um, and we're hey, and, and we're, you know we're picking a couple of games out of week zero. So we're picking all of the games out of week zero. Okay, like two is six. How uh, many are there? Seven. Eight. Yeah, there's seven of them. Pick three. We're picking all of them. 
Okay, listen, you can't you can't not take you can't not pick UMass at New Mexico State. I'm not picking that. Game. Don Brown versus Jerry I, Kill. I have no earthly idea who's winning that game. What am I gonna? What am I gonna? I, I owe an obligation to our viewers. What am I gonna tell them? I'm taking UMass because of you know. How about you just learn Don the teams? Brown. You have you have a couple of days. What are you doing? I don't because I don't want teams? to. You want me to say it? I don't want to. I don't care about UMass. I he don't care hates about New small brands. That's all you needed to know. We're picking all of them. Thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you enjoyed. Catch you on the flip. See ya.